Hey listeners, this is Marcia Epstein in Lawrence, Kansas with my good friend Jenny Washburn and this is Talk With Me and this is the fun episode of the month. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one where we get to ramble and go, oh this, oh that, oh yeah. <laughs> we get deep every once in a while. But then we also talk about lipstick and stuff like that. So, you know, you never know what yes. you're going to get. Yes, yes, yes. I want to start with because I haven't had enough fun, because my work has been really uh, intense. Yeah. Last night, so a few days before people hear this, I was able to go to the final dress rehearsal at Theater Lawrence of Noises Off, because my dear friend Erica Fox Zabuski is one of the actors, and it is laugh, fun, silly, goofy, fun. British farce. Just delightful. Uh-huh. So for those who have the chance, go to the Theater Lawrence website, look at the dates, times, find one that works for you, buy the tickets, go and laugh because we need to laugh. Yes, yes, we do. <laughs> we need a lot of that stuff. We need a lot of fun in our yeah, lives. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And huge shout out to Erica for, for her role. Just interesting to, to see a friend, and, and your friends know this about you. They have talents and do things that are, Different from, you know, sort of how we are just talking. Yeah. I mean, Erica has, I've seen her in in, uh, in another role that was very serious. And this one, that's very fun, silly. It's just like, it's delightful. Oh, so good. We need to get out. And, do and is that, when does that open? Next weekend? Uh, it opens the weekend before the show airs on Monday. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. So it's this weekend. Okay. And, the, this- and how long does it run? I don't know. Do you know? I don't either. That's why I said go to the Theater yeah, Lawrence website. Yeah, yeah, look at it. <laughs> I'm not prepared. I'm sorry. Oh, that's all right. But it was fun. Fun doesn't have to be prepared. <laughs> there you go. It's and you know, these weird small world things. So we, we they have volunteer ushers at Theater Lawrence. Yeah. And and the person who we encountered the first happened to, to recognize my husband, and my husband recognized him because they both do dog days and uh-huh. Don Gardner. And so they were talking, and and this person, I'm not sure what country he's from, um, but heavily accented English, and obviously, you know, had some like little time lag in understanding some uh-huh. things we were saying to him. But anyway, so we're talking, and he's a grad student at KU, and in physics. Whoa. Yeah. And so you know, we end up talking about you know, so why are we here? And you know, I said, well, you know, my friend Erica. The, uh, Zabuski, Erica Fox is her performing name, is is in the play, and he's like, oh, Google her dad right now, <laughs> which I didn't know. Her dad is a famous physicist. <laughs> <laughs> And that's that. hilarious like, well, that. yeah. Like, yeah erica's really nice but google her dad right now <laughs> <laughs> gotta love technology oh no kidding no kidding you know there's no lag time and i wonder if we can just look it up and it's so fabulous we were even talking about uh last <laughs> okay all right here here's the honest dirty truth yesterday was April 20th, 420 day, celebrated by many people that enjoy cannabis. <laughs> it's a, some people call it a holy day. <laughs> and holy smokes. Oh. <laughs> There's cannabis cruises. Somebody said there ought to be cannabis cruises. And we looked it up and by God, there is. 
There you yeah, go. There you go. Where's it go? Jamaica. <laughs> of course. I love looking stuff like that. Up. That's funny. You just put that in your back pocket. You know, there you just you never know. <laughs> Speaking of cruising in a different way. So your wonderful Daniel, is he on the road? <laughs> well, or is he still not? He's still in Lawrence. Okay. Yeah, the, uh, he may actually leave today. Okay. He told me yesterday he didn't think he could be any more ready. Okay. And of course, then I came up with, but have you done this? But have you done this? But have you done this? And he said, yes, I have. I forget, you know, we have two different lives during the day. Right. When I'm at work, right. I don't ask him what he does. He doesn't ask what I do. Yeah. We know we're doing something. And yeah. he's been googling and looking at maps and planning a route uh -huh. even uh -huh. so um so he may leave today everything seems to be go finally he did have two false starts the he went out one day and the motor on the boat stopped oh. and um then it happened the next day after he thought he had it fixed too so after two boat rescues he finally took it to be repaired and then he decided he needed better shocks on the truck. So blah, blah, blah. He finally got all those things done. And it looks like everything's everything's a go. So today or tomorrow, we have we there is a um a celebration of life for a friend of ours that passed several weeks ago tonight. He might stay for that or might not. Mm -hmm. So uh yeah, so I guess I, I might be on my own this weekend. I said, will you will you wait until I get up from Marcia's? Yeah, really. <laughs> and he said, oh, yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. <laughs> There's an aroma of peanut butter in the air. Yes, <laughs> peanut butter. Pepper loves peanut yes. butter. He loves his peanut butter, and he loves being petted. What else is there? Yeah, the right there's really not much else. I kind of like that kind of life, too. He's, he's a runner, though, too. Yeah. So so yeah, he's still in town and I did say, have you checked the fluids in my car? Have you, <laughs> would you do this? Would you? So I don't know. I don't know if I'm really uh, subconsciously trying to keep him here or what. Or just trying to make your time easy while he's gone. <laughs> yeah, it, well, that's probably really it. <laughs> yeah, so he's, the, so then yesterday's online and he's looking he wants to go to Yellowstone and then he thinks he's going to go up to Banff and then maybe to Denali. Wow. And so he's looking online on. It's a long drive. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really long drive um, of what to expect in uh -huh. these uh, parks and bears and moose. So instructions on what to do if a moose attacks or um, uh, what to do with a bear so he thinks he's actually not going to camp uh -huh. in some of the parks uh -huh. because he his little man camper has about a foot or more of no more a lot more maybe three feet of canvas okay. well bears you yeah. know can get through that they can get through metal let alone canvas uh -huh. and they tell you that your campsite should be in one place a hundred feet away should be your cooking site oh, okay and a hundred feet away from that in a triangle should be your food storage i think you say your pooping spot <laughs> no they don't care where you poop i guess and and that you should even have a bear 
a bear can, which is, um, let's see, you, you put, you put food in the can and seal the top. And that's something that you leave behind when the bear comes. Okay. You gather up and leave uh -huh. and the bear is, is distracted by this can uh -huh. and trying to get it open and, and you can get away. See, you never know what you'll learn when we I know, <laughs> I know. And how to, how to run from a moose. So if, I can't remember the difference. There, there are times when you don't run and there's times when you do run. I'm not going camping, so I don't know. But when you do run, you run for the mere, nearest tree and get on the other side. So when he charges, his horns oh, wow. go, for the go for the tree. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. This is crazy stuff. You got to really make sure you're lined up properly, though, or that could backfire. Exactly. <laughs> And then I'd need to climb that tree really fast. <laughs> so these what things are a little, a little deterrence from him spending days there. And and there's also rules that you can, if you're going in, I think it's to Denali. If you're going in, you have to camp at least three days. Oh, okay. um, and, but they have tour buses. Uh -huh. So get on a tour bus. Uh -huh. And drive through that way. Uh -huh. And then go camp somewhere else without bears. Lots of adventures. Yeah, be person. interesting yeah. to see. We downloaded an app. Well, we downloaded a couple of apps, and they were worthless on how to um, track people. Uh -huh. And uh, when we were downloading one, he said, "Well, you can track me, but I can't. You have to download it, or I can't track you." And I said, "Why do you need to know where I'm, <laughs> I'm here? I'm in Lawrence." <laughs> So we figured out that on uh, Google Maps, you could, there's a way to do it on Google's Maps. So you don't Ask even need an app. parent of a teen, apparently they know. I know. I know. <laughs> well, and I know a couple of young women that track their boyfriends around town, too. Ooh, no, yeah, that's, I don't think that's yeah. a good idea. It didn't end well in one thing. So, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So being prepared for bears, moose, and where this person is. Yeah, but exactly. But you can't know where I am. No. <laughs> and even yesterday when I was getting my nails done, and um, my the young lady that does my nails uh, and I were talking about places to eat in Lawrence because there are so many new fun restaurants, really good restaurants. And that led to eating steak, led to, well, I'll – Eat a, I won't eat steak out because I cook it better at home. But if it's prime rib, I'll eat it anytime out and <laughs> bad or not. And she said, oh, my God, the best prime rib is in the middle of South Dakota. <laughs> and I said, you know, I think my husband's going to be traveling through there. That's great. So we stop for steak on the Sioux Reservation Wow. in lower something town at the casino they have a 12 ounce primer for 12 dollars <laughs> so so i've even you know found places for him to eat along the Sweet. way <laughs> well since you mentioned food i'm going to give a shout out to a food and music thing Ooh. that is special to me i have two of my brothers who are in a band that is um mostly covers of like 
80s, Grateful Dead, other kinds of things along that line. Lots of guitar and other strings, banjo, mandolin, sometimes things in there. And their band is called Toe Jam. Oh, nice. Uh, which, which I think kind of, from my perspective, doesn't really present how how really talented they are. <laughs> that's, that's, that was their choice. They're kind of goofy guys, so what can you say? And on Saturday, May 6th, Toe Jam will be at this barbecue restaurant in Mission, Kansas, called RJ's Barbecue, and it's called Bob, B-O-B. Barbecue. Barbecue, which has this great outdoor area. Nice. And they're one of those little restaurants in Kansas City that's been on diners, dives, and drive Yeah. Because their owner is the actually classically trained French chef who then decided <laughs> he wanted to do this barbecue deal, and it's and it's fun and good food. Good music. Good oh. So Saturday, May 6th, Toe Jam at RJ's Barbecue in Mission, Kansas. That's yeah. great. In Mission. I used to live in Mission. I don't remember a barbecue. <laughs> it's in this little, it's like, I couldn't even tell you, but it's it, like, there's this little bit of uh, commercial stuff in basically around the neighborhood. And, I, and so look online, either look up Toe Jam on Facebook or look up RJ's Bobby. Wow. I want to do that right now because my memory is so bad. I'll forget it the moment (laughs) I leave here. (laughs) Barbecue. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Toe jam, huh? T-O-E, two words? Uh, I think it's kind of run on. Toe jam. Oh, there it is right there. Toe jam. Well, there's more than you sometimes find a kid band, but toe jam acoustic band, I think is what they kind of get called, even though they use electric. Well, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there we go. There's even you talk with me and talking oh, about okay. toe jam. Alrighty. <laughs> so I found him. Okay. <laughs> Love there's, it. There's lots of fun stuff to do all around us. And as the weather gets great, what's, you know, it's being outside and hearing music. Oh, yeah. Really cool. And for people who eat meat, I don't know that there's really much to offer if you don't eat meat at RJ's, but if you eat meat, then. Yeah. Well, you guys. Well, even the baked beans sometimes have yeah, has meat in yeah. it. So, yeah, maybe a potato salad. <laughs> <laughs> but you can enjoy the music and the beverages, of course. Then, of course, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I do love me some music, and Lawrence is packed full of it, and yeah. I seem to have a a little route that I can travel now. So it's kind of <laughs> nice. And these are all places while Daniel's gone. I feel perfectly comfortable going into by myself. Do you feel really... uncomfortable anywhere though? Or you just oh, push yes. through it? Okay. No, I push through it yeah. often. Yeah. Yeah. No, I do feel uncomfortable in places. Okay. I it's funny because you know you take those all those tests to see what your personality traits are. And I'm actually, even though I'm extroverted, I have a lot of int- uh, um, introvert tendencies. Okay. Yeah. I tend to I can hole up. <laughs> But I get my fuel from being around people. Uh-huh. So I know that I'm fe- if I'm feeling a little bit introverted, that I probably need to go somewhere and do something. And, Interesting. And, and it's a little life tip from Jenny. Yeah. Sometimes when you feel like pulling up, you need to get out. Well, I do anyway. <laughs> I know it doesn't work for everybody, but it does for me. Farmer's uh-huh. Market's back. Yeah. That was fun. I didn't get to go the first, uh, first uh, Saturday, but uh-huh. we went last Saturday. And- yeah. Oh, it's always so good. a great farmer's market downtown. And I actually also love the Thursday one 
at Cotton's. Hardware. Yes. Yeah. A little oh, yeah. bit of music every time. It's a small area. Mm-hmm. You'll always run into people you know. Free state beer. Stuff. Yeah. And I love like later when the Central Middle School, Liberty Memorial Central Middle School. God, what a students, students have a garden project. And so they sell some stuff. Yeah. And then they always have a hot food vendor. And sometimes mm-hmm. like one of the ones that, that I thought, this is so cool. Eudora High School has a culinary arts class. For Get out. And yeah, they do. <laughs> I love so it. The, the kids and their sponsor come down and sometimes they're the hot food vendor. And like, I love, I love supporting youth stuff. I love yeah. supporting yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like one-on-one stuff anyway. And by the way, they do have music there. And one of my messages is always tip, tip the, the musicians, musicians man. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Often that's, they're not getting any money. It is just the tips and they got to load up equipment and yeah, it's hard work. I've got a couple of friends that are traveling music, traveling. I mean, God, that's a huge, uh, huge endeavor. So yeah, Yeah. tip the musicians. Tip the musicians, buy the art, buy the books, you know, buy the CDs. Really, And it's just like farmer's market. The more times that we have that opportunity to, to spend our money, as close to the creator mm-hmm. people of whatever it is we're buying, the better. Right you now, right. we want that good stuff to happen. Well, it needs to be supported. <laughs> well, yes, and that's you know, I this time I went to farmers market and I've known these people for several years now. Um, the grainers who make um, wood cheese platters and carving boards and okay. tools and stuff, and it finally dawned on me. I went to a wedding a while ago. I still haven't gotten them a present. And then a friend of mine had a birthday, a significant birthday a while ago. Still hadn't gotten her a present. I walked up to their booth and went, aha, this is it. You know? Right. So they've got beautiful things coming to them now from, uh, from a friend of mine that sells their stuff and it's really it's lovely to be able to do that plus you can get the best cookies and brownies on the planet (laughs) at the farmer's market and along the line of talented friends I want to share and I don't remember I've I've mentioned it with us talking together or not but so a lot of the people in my life are people who write Mm -hmm. um, poetry and other things and my work is this intense social work, suicide prevention, suicide bereavement, sometimes some lighter things, but a lot of intensity. So two writers, and I'm going to say you, I'm sure you know Diane Silver. Yes. Long time. Oh, I love her book. Writer. Love her book. Yeah. Diane Silver has this lovely new book that's actually the first of what's going to be a series of, I think, four. Four, yes. And maybe then a compilation yeah. of those four, yeah, which yeah. is very exciting. And and hers is A Daily Shot of Hope. Mm-hmm. And so it's basically three months worth of daily affirmations about hope, taking it from different angles um, and things to, to recharge us. And my friend Annette Billings, who is a poet. I know Annette too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And also an actress, and she's mm-hmm. amazing. Um, and that has this book that came out in December called Death Cancer for Daughter, which is similarly, it's short poems, affirmations that she had started nice. as text to her daughter at a time when her daughter was seven. Oh. And so that's why it's called Death Cancer for Daughter, but there's nothing about it yeah. that's specific to any gender. 
but these these reminders about the strength and beauty and power of us. And so both of these books, when I bought them, I bought multiple copies because <laughs> I wanted a set for me. Right. But I also wanted to be able to share them with yeah. my support groups and things like that. So just that reminder of to me again of the of the power of art in this case written art yeah and I, the people who have borrowed them in in my work have, like they're so appreciative mm-hmm. like, sending note to the writer <laughs> yes <laughs> exactly know. look at this know. is really cool stuff well I, and I know for Diane's book and I, I'm sure Annette's is the same way you just I just have it sitting out and every once in a while I'll stop by and pick it up and open it to a page yes. And it's just always the perfect thing. Yes. And yeah, I'm I'm thrilled with with yeah, Diane's book. And yeah. Cool stuff. Look at the net. Talented people mm-hmm. around us, you know, and we too. But I mean, just yeah. to really appreciate that and buy the books. <laughs> <laughs> buy the books. Buy the CDs. Buy the art. Yeah. Oh, here's something. Next next Friday is Final Fridays okay. in downtown Lawrence where uh, you can go into every gallery and a lot of times artist studios and see their work. And my stepson is actually showing at the Percolator. Well, that's very interesting you mentioned the Percolator because <laughs> yes. that show is about the art of mental health. Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. Cool. So that's very exciting. Yeah, it's very exciting. I'm, and plus, he because he does have some difficulties he doesn't he's not social he's the, the total opposite of me and uh so for him to to do this is is a big, a big deal. deal yeah mm-hmm. yeah somebody i know from uh the suicide bereavement group has pieces in that show nice and yeah so it's really exciting so if somehow people don't yet know about percolator lawrence <laughs> lovely venue art space about percolating art in our community. That's yeah. where the name comes from. Um, inside and outside areas that are used for, for performances as well as inside gallery. And it's off of the alley between 9th and 10th and between New Hampshire and Rhode Island, directly across from the back courtyard of that big new hotel. So it's easy to find. It's one of those alleys that it's like smooth concrete yes it's not like a messy dirty like it's just gonna be scary it's like now they've got great street yeah. lives in that freaking yeah. alley and yeah it's, yeah it's, it's, it's really good yeah, it's a nice place so so go there for the final friday um and i will also give a shout out to you on the first friday of each month at percolator there's a show called the spark and the flame yes. which is a variety show which means people of different ages doing different kinds of performances that could include music, could include contortionism. <laughs> you know, we do we do have this thing coming up with the Lawrence Busker Fest the last weekend in May and and there there are interesting things like that that sometimes happen on the stage for Spark and the Flame. So cool <laughs> that's the name. Going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome yeah. Stuff in Lawrence, Kansas. Yeah, yeah, it's. I'm looking forward to, it. and that will be. You know, it's kind of the, the crisp days of fall and the bright days of spring are the best time to go downtown on a Friday night, and tromp around and yes. experience all all that Lawrence, Kansas is. Yeah, and I love it. It's yeah. one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. So yeah, percolator and oh, then uh, of course um. Uh, Phoenix has 
wonderful things on that Friday. There's, I'm just trying to think of all the things. I don't know if Marty Olson is going to do a final Friday this week, this time or not. I think he does it like every other month or something. And he actually, does great art. because we still have an arts and culture coordinator, yeah, our nail at the city hall. The city has a website that yes. different final Fridays locations can send information about what they're doing. So you yeah. can actually look for Final Fridays yeah. on the City of Lawrence, Kansas official website and find out some of the things that are going on. Or you can just like say, I'm gonna just explore. I wanna yeah. walk up Mass. I wanna walk up Ninth Street. I wanna, you know, those places where we have lots of art because there's always something going on at Lawrence Creates Makerspace, mm -hmm. which is on Ninth and New York, New Jersey area. New York, I think it is, I get mixed up. New York. Yeah. And then you just keep walking down to um, the like the warehouse down, kind of yeah, yeah, cider and Seedco, and um, there's a uh, very cool. Oh, I'm not going to remember the name now. There's another very cool place over there that is uh, has a particular show that night. So yeah, and it's all within walking distance, so it's fun. It's very cool. Yeah, Lawrence yeah. has that great stuff going on. And I briefly mentioned Lawrence Busker Fest. If somehow you don't know about this, <laughs> Richard Ranner, who lives in Lawrence, is the organizer. It's this huge thing, huge undertaking. And again, take your money and tip the performers. Cool performances of all kinds of things. Yeah. On the weekend that's actually before Memorial Day Monday. So it's May 26th, 27th, 28th. I believe I have that right. But it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday mm -hmm. before Memorial Day monday in may and and downtown lawrence will be full of all kinds of entertainment yes you just can't you will have a good time stuff for people <laughs> of all ages to to gawk and laugh and smile and go wow how did she do that man oh man go. yeah and while you're there spend some money <laughs> Tip the performers. Buy, buy the beverage someplace, you know? <laughs> yes, yeah. buy a beverage. Because downtown Lawrence businesses, you know, that's always the flip side of big downtown events is that downtown Lawrence business, like I get my haircut at Static Salon on 8th Street. I would never get my haircut on, for example, the day of the Lawrence sidewalk sale because right. I wouldn't be able to get anywhere exactly. near it. Or even now the relays, yeah, which are going on this weekend and the because point, you can't get close. Yeah. So, so good. These cool events that happen in downtown, they're great, but don't forget the Lawrence businesses yeah. that need your support too. So, you know, that that's one of the Well, you could get your hair cut, but you just have to plan on an afternoon. Right. Stand there it wouldn't be a run no, in, run out. Right. And often there's yeah. lots of people. You kind of like, yeah. this appointment and this appointment. I have these work things. I've got this hour and a half when I can sneak away. But I don't have three hours when I can sneak exactly. away. <laughs> exactly. So downtown Lawrence is lovely. And as far as I'm concerned, that's one of the most important parts of Lawrence, Kansas. <laughs> it is. I think it is. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Cool. So another event, kind of far out, but put it on your calendar now, is June 24th. Uh, Saturday night at Liberty Hall is willow domestic centers ah. first um first fundraiser first major fundraiser called mike drop and it is a um lip sync competition 
and I will be participating. Wow. I'm wow. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. You mentioned you were going to yeah. that. Yeah. And it's a huge commitment because it's a fundraising commitment for you. Yes, not only yes, I have yeah. to I have to raise $1000. Each contestant has to raise $1000 for Willow. And then uh, <laughs> ticket sale, I think tickets are on sale even now and they're $35. Um, or, and there may be special prices for, uh, tables, but I tell you what, this is going to prove to be amazing. <laughs> and I don't know if you've, if anybody's ever seen the lip sync competition, Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel does some, <laughs> and they're hilarious. And then LL Cool J does one online called lip sync, uh, battle. You've been watching these. Uh, oh, oh yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. And they're intense. Usually the first, um, in this case, we only get one song. But in the battles, it's off. It's two celebrities uh, dueling in lip sync. And one of them will come out and do a song. Then the other one will come out. And then they'll do a second song. And the first song is usually just, you know, no big deal, no props or anything. The second one, they they pull out all the stops. There's, you know, wind tunnels and other people <laughs> and all kinds of props and crazy costumes. And so that's what this is going to be. There's going to be costumes and props and wild and crazy things. So sounds it sounds like it's going to be a hoot. That's very cool. Yeah. yeah. To, and I, as, as you're talking about, it's it's a huge commitment on the part of the participants. It's going to be a blast. If somebody says, I can't really afford a $35 ticket, you're inspired. Make a donation to yes. Willow at whatever level you can. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because yeah. they're going to need some funding starting in 2018. Yeah. So. So we're going to take a little break here. Although it may have sounded like all we've done is advertise. We're going to actually hear from some sponsors of the radio station. Lawrencehits.com, and we say thank you to Daniel Smith who produces the show because that's why people get to hear. Yes, because Lord knows we couldn't do it. (laughs) Way too much work for me. (laughs) And we will be back then with more talk with me with Jenny Washburn and Marsha Epstein. Welcome back. This is Marsha Epstein with Jenny Washburn, and this is Talk with Me. And we just mentioned this little. Thank you to Daniel Smith, related to technology. And I'm going to do a little riff on that, something in my personal life. So in my my world of connecting, I have a friend, a colleague in in work in, um, his work is in technology related to health services. Cool stuff. He is coming from the United Kingdom for three months about to do this product development stuff with a big... Um, health organization that I'm not at liberty to mention. Um, <laughs> it does great stuff in the nonprofit realm, multi-state, um, in the mental health side. Um, and there, that place is based in Olathe, Kansas. So my friend Syeda Brar is coming soon, and he's from the UK. He doesn't know Kansas City. He's a family guy. He's going to miss his kids, his partner. So two things that are on my Facebook, um, for those of you who are Facebook friends or who want to go to the radio show and then message me, Syed needs, needs, would love housing in somebody's home. So he's not alone for three months. So Airbnb kind of thing, but kind of looking for references because he has 
you know, yeah, we could say, well, you just look at a map and find a neighborhood and check an Airbnb. But you know what? When you're coming from another country mm -hmm. and you have no idea where things are, that's pretty overwhelming. So if you are somebody who's in the Olathe, Kansas area, who has room and a great company for somebody who wants to talk occasionally and be gone for work stuff most of the time, that'd be delightful. Let wow. me know. There's a post again on my Facebook Housing need, and for people who are tech, like big, like he said, I need a blah blah blah. It's like say it. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> There's also a little note on my Facebook about needing people to help with this product development part, which is going to involve starting with some some different kinds of meetings with groups of people to get input about sort of how this is going to what needs it needs to meet. Which means tech people with great people skills are what he needs. A couple of those, a, a project that starts on May first. So if you or somebody you know is that kind of person who's available at that kind of time, again, there's a post on my Facebook. You can message me through the Talk With Me Facebook page. Would love to help Syed get, get things rolling as smoothly as possible. Um, so that's my shout out about technology. Okay. <laughs> technology and helping out a friend. Yeah. And possibly the world with the yeah, research he's going to be cool, doing. Very cool apps that he does that relate to helping people who are using some healthcare, mental health or otherwise, and need to also have some kind of check-in points that don't cost you $110 a pop every time, yeah. you know? So technology right. is a tool for getting more support and it's not as costly. And I don't know anybody who looks at their healthcare without going, can I afford that? Yeah. Anyway, so yes, he's a cool, he's a, he's a great guy known him about five years never been in the same country before oh, interesting. <laughs> that's always fascinating too Skype's I, I, and other our, our world gets so projects. small yeah. sometimes yeah yeah that's really cool yeah. yeah and he wants to be in the olathe area that, where he's going to spend because he, he's like well i can rent a car i'm thinking kansas city is yeah so yeah yeah, yeah. And convoluted and I'm thinking as much as possible, being fairly close to where you're going to be doing mm -hmm. most of this stuff would just make life less stressful. Yeah. But yeah. maybe he's very adventuresome and knows that he'll never ride on or drive on the British side of the road. Like, ah, uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. Oh, yeah. Well, that could be a challenge, couldn't it? Hmm. Yeah, I know lots of people do their traveling. Yeah, and they do those. They they figure it out. But <laughs> Kansas City is just so sprawling. That's what I was thinking. Mm -hmm, That's a mm -hmm. huge area. Mm -hmm. Because another friend of mine said, "Well, he could stay at our house in Lawrence." Like, yeah, I mean, he could stay at my house in Lawrence too. But I think having to do that drive every day, in addition to you know the Kansas City stuff like that, right? That's not ideal. <laughs> yeah. Well, and but you know, it's so much closer. To, sometimes from places in can yeah. in the greater Kansas City area to the Olathe area yeah. than it is from Lawrence to Olathe. Yeah, it's true. like a, a straight shot. I mean yeah. I can get to my daughter's house in yeah. twenty five minutes. Yeah. And uh and she lives it's out much easier in southern Olathe. Yeah. And it's just close to highways, it's much easier to drive. Yeah, it's great. It's funny because even a friend of mine in Topeka says she can get to downtown Lawrence more quickly mm -hmm. that she can get across Topeka. Right. Well, right. <laughs> the, and and let's just point out that is not true in Lawrence. You can actually get from one corner to the other in 15 minutes, people. It's not the end of the world. 
one corner to the other. And that's quite a ways with a lot of traffic. Lawrence is easy to get around. But people say, oh, I can't come out there. It's way, it's on the other side I'm of so town. Spoiled. Oh my God, we're so spoiled. And we don't, and we have like one inner, you know, one yeah. bypass. Yeah. That's it. And and we can get around in this town very yeah. easily. There you go. You heard it from Johnny. <laughs> Just avoid the potholes. <laughs> <laughs> Which there will be more of because yes. <laughs> oh my God. I you know, I travel down 19th Street almost every day. And with all the construction at KU with the new dorms along 19th. The road was coming like a war zone. I mean, there were huge potholes. And just as I was about to text my friendly city commissioner and say, when is this going to be taken care of and who the hell has to pay for it? Uh, they they repaired the potholes. So Good. at least for the duration of the construction, maybe we can get through it. But then they're going to have to repave the whole street because it's a mess. Yeah. <laughs> but, These things happen. Yeah. But it's still smooth sailing. I get down that street pretty darn fast. <laughs> we won't ask you how fast, Jenny. <laughs> no, don't, because that is a little problem that I have. <laughs> Maybe that's why it only takes me <laughs> two minutes to get across town. <laughs> oh, well, I have to, I, I have an announcement on uh, healthcare too. I got my Medicare card in the mail this week. Okay. Yeah, that was, uh, I've been looking forward to it for so long. Okay. And then when I got it, I thought, wow, now I'm old. <laughs> I'm like officially documented old. I'm considered at that age group. Although I have never, ever in my life felt that way. Uh-huh. Even when I hang out with my 20-something friends, you know, uh -huh. I still feel like yeah. I'm relevant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but getting the card in the mail is something. It's kind of like when you're 50 and you get the AARP info, you know, and you start thinking, wow. So, yeah, I have my Medicare card. I already started the sign-up process. It's very fast. It's fascinating. Everything is, is complicated, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Unfortunately, my husband. You know, for who knew that healthcare was complicated? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Daniel's so gonna have to edit that guffaw because that was really loud. <laughs> who knew? Really? It's complicated, people. <laughs> Maybe I can make it my new relationship status. It's complicated. <laughs> My relationship with healthcare. Oh, my yeah, so now I have to find a new doctor. Oh, I know these things are. Just, it's like, but fortunately, there are doctors out there that are still taking new patients, and hopefully, they're good. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, and it's interesting when people think about medical care and you know what they want. I mean, for me, whether it's my dentist, whether it's my dentist, my hairstylist, whoever, you know, anybody that's going to be that close to me. Mm -hmm. They need to be able to to talk and listen in a certain kind of a way. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't, like I had somebody, I've worn glasses since I was in junior high, middle school, whatever. And I had a friend say, oh, go to, this is my, the guy that I like, go to him. And I went to him, I was like, I don't like him at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I got my eye exam from him at that point, but it's like, I'm not going back to him. I don't like him. Yeah. I, I get you. <laughs> I've been there. 
I've been there. It's like, and I'm at the age where all my all my healthcare providers are retiring. So I'm so one of my criteria is they have to be young. Yeah. I want them to outlive me. Yeah. And yeah. to and to outwork me. And to know new stuff. Yes. You know? Yes, and I'm which, not saying experienced people can't know new stuff, but some experienced people in whatever kind of field rely on what they've learned. It's mm-hmm. like, well, you learn from yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what you think about. How about learning from what other people are doing too? Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true. And, you know, my dentist is retired. My doctor retired. Um, my, my current doctor doesn't take health insurance of any kind. And I adore him because he's young and he's extremely knowledgeable and he's very excited about his profession, but I don't want to file my own insurance claims. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, anyway, it it is important to find, I think, somebody young, somebody that you can totally relate to that has, I looked on a website of a, a group of doctors and I thought it was interesting that there were four doctors in this group still taking patients. One of them was, I know, will retire in five to six years because he's about my age. Mm-hmm. And then there was a male doctor and two female doctors. The male doctor just had, you know, this is where I graduated. This is uh, where I got my blah, blah, blah. And the two females had made um, videos. <laughs> about what they liked about being in their perfect. Well, who do you think I'm going to pick? Yeah. You know, I'm going to pick one of the women because they actually had a conversation, even though it was on tape. Yeah. So um, it is important to have somebody that you feel like you can trust. And I've switched doctors as well as, as a um, optometrist because yeah, I've had a conversation that didn't end well Yeah, with what I thought I should do for my health as yeah. opposed to what they yeah. thought I should do for my health. And as long as we're talking about that, I want to give a huge shout out to the person I go to for my dental stuff, which is totally based on the person, not the main dentist, not that I'm complaining about yeah. Galen Van Blerken, but I adore Star Patterson. <laughs> Oh, the one who mm-hmm. does all this stuff and knows all this stuff. Mm-hmm. She's so kind. She's funny. She's so considerate about, you know, if you have things that are difficult for you about having somebody work in your mouth, which I do have yep. either. Yeah. I'm a white knuckler. Yeah. So it's, and she's so great. Yeah. Um, I would. Good. Yeah. I mean, I, I stick with that practice because of star. Isn't true. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. good. Yeah. I'm probably going to need to find a dentist. <laughs> Cause <laughs> my dentist, great. my dentist is older than me. So that's not <laughs> I don't know all the dentists out there, but I know that Star is great. Star Patterson. Good. You needed a dental recommendation. Yeah, I just did that on air. (laughs) (laughs) So, and that that is one of my overall things, not just with healthcare. It's like I pay attention when I go into places, like how do the the people who work there seem? Yes. I like to, to, if I'm going to spend money, you know, when I need to spend money, I like, to go someplace where it looks like people who work there are treated well too. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. They have to, yeah, they have, that's any place really Yeah, that you go. Yeah. I don't want to go where people aren't um, treated well. That's not good. Yeah. yeah. It's reflective. Or like if business. you go someplace and every time you go there, there are different people there. It's like, hmm, what happened? Why don't people stay working here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. There seems to be a high turnover. Yeah. So one of my favorite places is always the Raven Bookstore. You know? Oh, God. People, Those I, ladies in there are fabulous. And Danny Kane, too. They're yes, yes, yes. And the cats. If you're a cat the person, cats. you can mm-hmm. visit the cats. And you, you can walk around and find these little notes on the shelves that's, that tell you about some of the staff's favorite books. Uh-huh. And different staff obviously have different kind of interests, but that's really cool, mm-hmm. too. It's really mm-hmm. personal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm, I say this all the time, but, man, if you find something you want and you are thinking, I'll just buy it through Amazon, go check and see if Raven can get it. And you know what? When you look at the prices, you're not going to pay, no matter how small the order is, you're not going to pay shipping and handling at Raven. Right. Also, they do this little um, punch card thing. Yes. And so when you spend some money, you end up getting a ten dollars discount mm-hmm. too. So hey, come yeah. On. Plus you got it that day. Yeah. And they do these cool things, and you know, so many amazing readings and books yeah, the readings are always fascinating. I always get the invitations. Yeah. I for some reason I've never gone to one. Oh, it's one great. reason or the yeah. other, I have never been able to go to one. But yeah. in early in early May, I believe I need to double check the date, but. Denise Lowe and Kelly Barth are the two. Yes. And Denise, you know, if this impresses you because you don't know her otherwise, um, she's a former poet laureate of Kansas. She's a very talented writer. She and her husband, Tom Liso, have this small press and the publications that really highlights people who are um, Native American and other people of color. And, and it's this wonderful small press. Tom has this great book he just did called Good Seeds. It's about the Menominee um, culture that he grew up in with some recipes and stories, which is wonderful. So both talented artists. And Kelly Barth is, you know, she's, I know she was working on a manuscript that is so funny because she shared parts of it at a reading, gosh, maybe it was even last year. That woman is hilarious. And she also has this this great book that she wrote that's uh, a memoir about her own coming to terms with her sexual orientation and her faith because yeah. they didn't quite jive from the yeah. way that she'd been brought up. So cool stuff happens at the Raven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does. And they have an events page on their website so you can always find out what's going on, including book clubs. You know, yeah. maybe that's a way that you connect with some people, you know, is, is to start going to a book club. Oh, that's an interesting idea. Somebody was telling me that they have, they belong to a book club that, uh, only reads books about their business. They're all in the same business, oh, and they read yeah. business books. I'm like, that's fascinating. Would never have thought about that, but that's a way to get to read the book. Is yeah. you have to interact, and plus, it's so much fun and very and and very educating to talk to people in your industry. Yeah, I. That's one thing that my industry doesn't do a lot. Yeah, we do online now. Yeah, but the estheticians in town don't. There, it's we've never gotten together. We've never been able to pull that off. Uh-huh. Um, so now, you know, thanks to the internet, the yeah. interwebs, yeah. I can talk to to estheticians all over the world. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. it's like that in my community of the suicide prevention. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff that we do as a national and even international community through listserv and different things. We have this cool thing. Gets back to technology somewhat. This every week there's an opportunity, and anybody could do this to to be part of this conversation that's called SPSM chat and SP for suicide prevention, SM for social media, and it happens through um, typically Google Hangout video of a few key presenters, and then Twitter 
so people who are watching oh, can, can yeah so comment. there's continued interaction and some questions and comments mm -hmm. from participants get brought up into the conversation and and looking at what's going on in so many different ways related to technology mm -hmm. that helps people get their mental health needs yeah, yeah. And suicide prevention and what people are really doing on reddit and all these different places as well as you know how the data can be meaningful and, and guiding what's going to be helpful and i'm not going to go there but things like 13 reasons why I Netflix. oh my god <laughs> and i've said yeah there are five thousand articles at this point about <laughs> yes we love it no we're concerned about it yes we love it you know back and forth and there's no one answer um the great thing is yeah people are talking about it and they're talking yeah. about bullying and sexual assault and suicide and and hopefully some of the takeaway from that is let's pay attention and let's do mm -hmm. something if we know that that's happening to somebody or let's ask for help if it's happening to us you know um but that that to me is the best case takeaway <laughs> <laughs> anyway anyway and it's not really on my mind because uh, you know in terms of connecting the one opportunity that we have in, in this country that's the, the main opportunity is once a year there's a big annual conference for the professional organization to study suicide and we go there it's coming up um, the week of this show being premiered and be in phoenix with probably 500 700 who knows how many hundred people from all over not just the united states who are there because of dedication to this work and yeah, people are going to have fun too because that's part oh, well, of what fuels being able to do it. Good <laughs> Lord, I hope so because otherwise your, your soul would just shrink. With that's heavy stuff. Yeah, you have yeah. to have some levity. Yeah, absolutely. So it's it's fun. It's it's kind of like going to summer camps. Like oh, I get to go see my friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. So lots of things connecting. That was the theme. And mm -hmm. you know, you were saying through your profession that it's it's happening online more which is really great yes it and, is and in mine too a lot online and then occasional once a year there are a few big conferences but this is the one that's specific to suicide prevention cool stuff always going on always i think is important for all of our souls it is i have something um too i want to tell it was just announced on facebook and i really i honest to gosh don't know uh, a lot, but my friend uh, Crystal, um, who owns Crystal Image Photography, mm -hmm. just launched a um, a contest for Mother's Day, so you can nominate your mom or a mom, and they'll win a prize package of of various and assorted goodies, including a facial from Skincare by Jenny, uh, um, but a, a nice photography package and uh -huh. massage and I think there may be some dining involved and uh -huh. um and a facial and I think it's a great way to there's always contests around but I I've never heard too many local ones and so I uh -huh. think this would be a great thing if you got a mama somewhere in your life that you need to and like you said, honor. it could be, it doesn't have to be your bio. Right. The one who raised It could be, oh, my daughter. It could be, uh -huh. um, you know, anybody that's a mom mm -hmm. or that has participated at a, as a, on a mom level. Yeah. <laughs> and as you said that, I want to see, because there is this actual art 
a word art kind of event. And let me see if I can find it that is related to this very theme. Sunday, May 7th at Liberty Hall is this event. And I believe it's an annual event because I'm oh. happened last year too, called Listen to Your Mother. And oh, cool performance by many, many different people um, who auditioned with pieces related to. Oh, I didn't know about that. That about, sounds yeah, fabulous. Yeah, yeah, Something yeah. fun to do with the mom on yeah. Mother's Day, too. To different. Mother, Sunday, May 7th at Liberty Hall. Yeah. What time? 3 p.m. Oh, perfect. Afternoon. You can take them to brunch and then go. <laughs> local downtown restaurant yeah cool yeah so you can look at on facebook it's listen to your mother is the event uh on sunday may 7th so check it out there's not a lot of information yet but there will be more and wonderful people yeah it's always an interesting thing because some of us know dads who are the ones who are raising their absolutely they need to be picture Mm -hmm. you know there's lots of different things lots of Mm -hmm. cool very nice. Yeah. So Lawrence is cool, cool stuff's <sighs> happening. And then just that plain old outside stuff, you know, it's just fun to get out and try it. Like one of the things that we've been doing with, with walking with our dog Bo is because there's been a lot of rain recently and he's a total water dog. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a mud puddle. Too. He's going to be in it. So, so Kyle, my husband has been great about looking at all these different like paths and parks that we maybe hadn't been to Mm -hmm. some of them have concrete yes so that we can kind of keep them as much as possible out of the water so we've been going to different places and it's really cool you know the burroughs trail has this long north south stretch the little um sandra shaw community park that's community health facility i think is what it's called that's north of the hospital over there it's lovely and you can it's fun because there's this little teeny pond is what I would call it. And and there are kids that will go out there and people that go out there and fish. You know, there are the geese and the ducks and there are the plants that change as you, you know, go mm-hmm. someplace at different times, you know, go again in a month and it looks totally different. Lots of lots of just little places mm-hmm. like that. There you are be outside and easily. I mean, like one of the cool things about the places with concrete is like the last time we were at the shop park, um, I saw uh, a, a guy coming towards me, and he was he was he was looking at the opposite side of the sidewalk than I was, which I thought like, what's he looking at? And so when we got close enough, we talked, and he was in a motorized scooter, and he said he was looking for the morel mushrooms. Oh like, yes! Cool. And because of the great concrete path, that he had that advantage to be able to use that. He could still morel hunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like, how how wonderful is that? You know, because we might think, what's why do we have these? Why do you want a concrete path? accessibility exactly that that's really important and keeping your dog dry yeah and for people like me that you know they want their walking path as easy as possible because (laughs) i'm not the outdoor girl i i did my first barefoot walking at haskell earlier this this week when it was a really warm day and and i was telling people because i had a meeting a support group i led afterwards that evening and 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 so Bo and i went out and Keep them on leash like I'm supposed to, but the cross-country paths are really nice. But, oh, man, I'm taking off my nice shoes. Mm-hmm. And so I'm doing this, and I'm just having a great time. And it feels so good. There's just something about connecting to the dirt and the grass. And I love that. 
And then I I had um, little keen sandals that I slipped on to to get back in the car and drive. And I thought, God, it feels like there's something between my foot and my shoe. And so and so I just assumed I had a little twig or something. And when I get home and I and I and I was like, this I don't know, there's more. And I look and I said it looked like I had had glue on my feet and walked through crushed leaves. <laughs> There were little pieces of leaves all over the bottom of both of my feet. And I have no idea what was so sappy and sticky. I, but can, like, I immediately went to, oh my God, you stepped on a slug. No, no, no. It was just some plant that was in the mix of things. I've never had that before. And it took, like, coming I mean, on just so I. You know, so I come out, it's like, oh my gosh, so I go scrub my feet. And then that night I take a shower and I scrub my feet. And the next morning, it's like, oh, wow. like four times to get all this stuff off. Wow, my feet. a natural glue. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of stains, like, oh my goodness. Nothing <laughs> gross, just a little unusual experience. It's just nature. Yeah, it's, it's just, just nature. nature. Just like when I was planting something, uh, oh, this lovely thing I'm going to mention on air. So, a family gathering that that I was able to be part of and hadn't originally been expected to be there. So, and this isn't even my direct relative who did this, but my sister-in-law's father, he brought something for me when he found out that I was going to be there. And what he brought was this set of four baby hostas which he had grown from seed from hostas that were from my maternal grandparents' yard. Oh my god! It was the sweetest thing ever. That's you know, it's like how amazing oh, is that? That's very sweet. Yeah, and he was the one who had thought about when um, after they had died and the and that house was going to be sold, that it would be really nice for the family. And so he was the one who dug up some plants and had been distributing. Them yeah, and had not yet had a chance to do that for me. Oh, that's lovely. Outside, And when I was planting that, I see, oh, I have a little friend here, a little black snake with a little orange ring around it. Uh -huh. It's the little one. And I thought, that means there are more. So there you go. <laughs> Whenever I think of snakes, I think of my friend Brian Culver, as I call him the snake charmer. We have now the challenge for him. He's going to do a class through Lawrence Laboratory in the fall about snakes are your friends. Uh, so that's it for me. Any final words from you? Oh, I think I think I've I think we've spewed <laughs> everything possible we could think of in Lawrence, Kansas this week. I mean, I'll probably drive away thinking, oh, I should have said this. Yeah. Oh, I should have said that. But yeah. Yeah. So overall, we hope we've inspired you, listeners, to get out, do something fun, and spend money on artists. <laughs> Exactly. And farmer's market, all those local things that you can do that really make a difference where your money goes. Thank you and so long to our listeners.